السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته. الله أكبر الله أكبر. الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بعد 
فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد وفي القرآن الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به وأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق التقاتي ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that just as he has gathered us here today on this day of Jumu'ah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us along with our families in Jannah Firdaus al-A'la, in the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our last words, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take us from this dunya when he is most pleased with us. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all the Muslims around the world. Ameen, ya Rabbil Alameen. Brothers and sisters, I'm sure you've heard this before, that we need to study history because history repeats itself. We go back into history and we study what has happened in the past to learn how to handle our situations, how to handle and navigate challenges in the future. Some people study their history and many people don't. The reality is that when we see the situation unfolding right now in Gaza and all over the world, what is happening and the inqilab and the change that is taking place around the world. And we find people who are oppressors. The question is, do we learn something like this in the Quran or not? Have we seen something like this in the Quran or not? Do we have stories within the Quran like this or not? And the answer is yes. Most certainly we find stories in the Quran historical stories that are not just similar, they are identically the same to the situation that we are seeing unfolding right now around the world. Brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us in the Qur'an, لَقَدْ كَانَ فِي قَصَصِهِمْ عِبَرَةٌ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ That go back to the stories. Have we ever wondered and thought there were approximately 310 messengers sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there were 124,000 prophets that were sent into this world. But the question begs, why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only mention a handful of those stories in the Quran? Because Allah knows within His infinite wisdom and knowledge that you and I, we're gonna, we're gonna need to come back to the Qur'an and we need to find stories that can provide us consolation, that can provide us a lesson on how to move forward. And that is why the Qur'an provides us that guidance. The Qur'an provides us that peace. And the Qur'an tells us how to handle our challenges. Brothers and sisters, the story of Musa and Fir'aun in the Qur'an is one that we find across the board. There are so many surahs, there are so many juz that talk about Musa and Fir'aun. And why does Allah talk about Musa and Fir'aun with such, with such detail? 
is because every single detail that we find from the story of Musa and Fir'aun, it, it provides us guidance on how to handle our situations. Brothers and sisters, today, inshallah, in this brief khutbah, I want to share with you six important points, six important points that you keep in mind, inshallah, then these stories and what I'm going to be sharing, inshallah, with you are six points from the story of Musa and Fir'aun. That when you hear these kind of lessons, when you hear these kind of ayat, the ayat that you and I, we have been reciting for so many decades, so many years, but many times we are not able to correlate and find the connection between what's going on and what, and what we find in the Qur'an. First of all is, the very first point is, let's reflect on how powerful Fir'aun was. Fir'aun was considered as a superpower. Fir'aun was considered as dominating. His, he was unmatchable. There was no one who could contest Fir'aun and his power. And he had political immunity. Meaning that whatever he did, there was no power on earth. There was no authority on earth who could question him and his crimes. Very similar to what we see happening in Israel right now. This is a nation. This is a group of people, the Zionists, that they have considered and they have the power right now on their side. They're considered as unmatchable. They have political immunity. There are no international laws that apply to the people of Israel and the Zionist regime. They think that they can do whatever they want. Very similar to what we find in the case of Fir'aun. And when it comes to any kind of oppressive leader, they, in order to justify their crimes, they always have people to support them. Fir'aun had who? Fir'aun had Haman. Fir'aun had Qarun. When it came to Qarun, Qarun was providing the financial support. Just like today we see America, and Canada, and Britain, and Germany, and France, and so many other countries sending their aid to this Zionist regime. We see this happening today. Just like Qarun supported Fir'aun, we see countries like this doing today. And Haman, who was Haman? Haman was considered as his, his, his advisor. In fact, whenever we find in the Qur'an Fir'aun being mentioned, and compared to Qarun and Haman, we find Haman's name more often mentioned with Fir'aun than Qarun. Why? Because anytime Fir'aun did anything, Haman would always have his support. I mean, Haman always had his back. And Haman would always provide him that support and always justify whatever he did. Very similar to what we see right now happening today. That these people, they have the support. They get away with crimes because there are superpowers today that are backing them up. And not only that, but when it comes to an oppressive leader, when it comes to an oppressive regime, they don't ever focus on the wrong that they have done. They don't focus on the crimes that they have committed. Just like in the case of Fir'aun. No matter how many children he killed, no matter how many people he enslaved, no matter how many people he killed, adults, women, men and women, only one thing that Musa did, alayhi salam, he did unintentional. When Musa came back many years later, after receiving prophethood, and he's standing right in front of uh, Fir'aun. And he's telling Fir'aun that, An arsil ma'ana bani Israel, send these people with me. I'm here to support them. What did Fir'aun do? He ignored all that he did. And he only focused on the one wrong 
the unintentional wrong that took place by Musa alayhi salam. And what did he say? Look at the sarcasm of Fir'aun. It's as if he's saying that, hey Musa, you know, I remember you did something. Remember you did something? I know you did something. You remember? I remember. This is him trying to like, you know, remind Musa salam in a sarcastic way. But this is the nature of an oppressive regime, an oppressive leader. Today, people on social media are saying that this is what these people started on October 7th. No, this did not start on October 7th. This is where they are like Fir'aun. They have forgotten all the crimes that they have committed. The 75 years of occupation, the 75 years of oppression. Have you completely forgotten about that? The, the amount of times these people have gone into people's homes in the middle of the night, awakened the entire family, blindfolding people, have they forgotten about that? But this is the nature of a narcissistic nation, of a narcissistic regime, and the Zionist regime. Then we find the similarity when it comes to segregating people and killing children. The Quran says, إِنَّ فِرْعَوْنَ عَلَىٰ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَجَعَلَ أَهْلَهَا شِيَعًا يَسْتَضْعِفُ طَائِفَةً مِّنْهُمْ This is the very first part of the ayah. When Fir'aun came to power, what did he do? وَجَعَلَ أَهْلَهَا شِيَعًا He created a division within the people. He created a division within the people. Just like today we find in Israel. A wall in our Palestinian brothers and sisters trapped within this open-air concentration camp. This open-air prison. This is exactly what Fir'aun did. He separated the people. Why? And when you create a division, you make people weak in this way. And not only did he do that, when he heard about the coming of Musa, what did he do? He hit people where it matters most. You see, in this country, when, pe when we find people and adults passing away, people learn how to move forward. But have you ever seen, when we hear the news, the people's reaction, when they hear the news that there was a school shooting taking place? Why does that hurt? Because we're talking about children. Fir'aun, he hit people where they are the most weakest. And that is hurting children. And not only that, but later on when Musa came with the haqq, when Musa came with the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what, what does the Quran say? When the haqq came from us to Fir'aun, they said what? Kill the children who are with them. Today we see that this explanation that they give, these oppressors, may Allah destroy them, that we have a right to defend ourselves, and they are killing innocent children. They are killing innocent children. Wallahi, my heart goes out, and our hearts go out when we see children crying, Where's mama? Where's baba? 
There are so many people in the community you have told me that our families are sleeping at night crying. Wallahi, they are no different than Fir'aun. And they will meet the same end as Fir'aun, inshallah. But this is what he did. He hurt people where it matters most, the children. Then we find also, what did Fir'aun do? He was an expert in creating and spreading propaganda. See, you know when a nation wants to do something that is considered as criminalizing, or they want to kill people, they have to first make sure that everyone's on their side. When 9-11 took place, I remember, the president at that time said what? Either you are with us or you are against us. This was everywhere being plastered. I used to see commercials where you have a series of 20 people. I am an American, I'm an American, I'm an American. But the idea behind this is either you're with us or you're, you're against us. And this is called propaganda. And this is exactly what Fir'aun did. Because when you want to create propaganda, you put fear in the hearts of people. You put fear in the hearts of people that your freedom will be taken away. They put fear in the hearts of people that they will not be able to follow their own religion, but they'll be forced into a religion against their wishes and desires. And the fear that is put in the hearts of the public is that you will become enslaved to a certain group of people. And this is exactly what Fir'aun did too. When Musa came to Fir'aun with the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did he do? He said that, you know what? I need to kill off Musa alayhi salam. The only way that I can stop him and I can sp stop his message is by killing Musa alayhi salam. But not only that, but Fir'aun went and he began to spread this propaganda. Inni akhafu. See, the Quran talks about the situation that we are seeing today. The Quran says that Fir'aun did the same exact thing. Inni akhafu an yubaddila deenakum that I fear that he's going to change your religion. I fear that Sharia law will take over. I fear that you're going to be forced to follow Sharia law. And this propaganda continues. And not only that, that if Musa takes over, if you people believe in Musa, then you will no longer have a future in this country. You will be oppressed and you'll be subjugated to violence and, and oppression. This is once again we see happening today. And not only that, but then you fast forward in the story of Musa and Fir'aun. Now Fir'aun wants to destroy Musa's credibility. What does he do? He announces a day of, a day of the a duel between the magicians and Musa alayhi salam. And not only that, but the Quran says that Fir'aun began to send his people that go and draw these people out. Just like we see you today. Come to the rally, we'll give you $250 because they don't have enough people. So we'll give you $250 to come to the rally. Exactly what Fir'aun did, come to the rally. We need to show our numbers. And then after that, when the magicians saw that what they have is the batil, and what Musa was on was the haq, what did they do? They fell in sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They fell in sajda and believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they began to believe in the message of Musa alayhi salam and Harun alayhi salam and I'll talk about that next but what did Fir'aun do after that? 
Once again, he created another propaganda situation. And he says that, I did not give you permission to go on their side. Is as if that they own them. Is as if that Fir'aun is saying that I own you. Just like today we see that these people, they own the world and now they're threatening people that I did not give you permission to do this. I have paid you so much amount of money. So Fir'aun is saying, I did not give you permission to, to take your shahada, to become a Muslim. Ah, I see that this was already a plan that you guys have already, have already planned behind the scenes. And now you're coming forward with this plan? And then he says, I will cut your limbs on opposite directions, on opposite ends. And not only that, I will inflict more pain and punishment upon you by hanging you in public. You know, long time ago, people were hanging, hung in public when you see World War I, World War II, and so forth. People were hung in public for a reason. Because the government wanted to get a message out. You can kill someone behind the scenes, but no one will see. But you want to get a message out to the public? This is why Fir'aun said, I'm going to hang you in front of everyone. Because number one, the message that Fir'aun is trying to send is, you are not allowed to question me and my methods and my decisions. And number two is, this was Fir'aun's way of silencing people. This was Fir'aun's way of censoring people. And the same exact thing that we see happening today with this, with this Zionist regime, that they're trying to say that they may not physically cut off the limbs, but we will, we will cut off our funding. We will cut your legs from beneath. You will no longer have a reputation. You will no longer have authority. You will no longer have power. You have to come and be our slaves. This is what they're telling people. They are trying to now censor people that this country, America, and all these other first world countries, whether Canada, or Britain, or Germany, or France, and all these countries that claim to be that we, are, we have freedom, we provide people freedom of speech, now the entire world has seen the reality that this is all, bunch of, this is all just a bunch of fluff. This is all just a bunch of fluff. There is no reality to freedom of speech. That even a person who's considered as a non-Muslim in this day and age, there are so many Christians, there are so many Jewish people standing side by side the Muslims, standing side by side with our Palestinian brothers and sisters. And at one time they were absolutely fine. Just like Fir'aun, he called these magicians and they were subservient to him. But now they have turned against Fir'aun and Fir'aun tortured them. These same people, they're being tortured today. We once again, we see the similarities between Fir'aun and the Zionist regime. Then, another similarity we find is that just like these magicians, they saw the truth and they began to come close to the truth. We see today that through, alhamdulillah, through our du'as, the little du'as that you and I were making, and through the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, brothers and sisters, the truth is finally coming down. We find so many people on social media accepting Islam. So many people are going on social media and saying that what kind of a nation these Muslims are that they lose loved ones, they're losing their children, they're losing their parents, and all they say is, Allah is on our side. 
They were saying, They were saying, La ilaha illallah. They're not losing their faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The entire world is marveling about this. That what kind of a religion is this? What kind of power of faith is this? And this has pushed so many people to go and buy the Quran. The world was trying to push people away from Islam and Muslims, but their plans have backfired against them. Just like Fir'aun's plans have backfired against him too. And now people are coming close to Islam. People are now picking up the Qur'an. People are now saying that this is the truth we have been looking for. The world, brothers and sisters, is seeing the hypocrisy of the West. Can you imagine a few years ago, the entire world, wallahi, was sleeping. No one knows, has, no one has any idea what's going on in Palestine. No one knows what's going on, the oppression and the occupation that's going on with our brothers and sisters. And now because of this, Allah is opening up everyone's eyes. The reality is that people are now starting to understand what is the occupation. Now they're starting to wake up that there has been an occupation for the last 75 years. This is through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And their plans have backfired against them. People are now seeing the reality, the reality of democracy. People are now starting to understand what a flawed system this is. America, Britain, all these countries, they try to go to these other countries and they try to instill democracy as if this is the best system. And now people are seeing the flaws of democracy. And now people are starting to see the true face of these politicians and how they have become slaves to, a, the, to the Zionist regime. And not only that, just like the Quran has also told us in the case of Fir'aun, that in the palace of Fir'aun, وَقَالَ رَجُلٌ مُؤْمِنٌ مِّنْ آلِ فِرْعَوْنَ يَكْتُمُ إِيمَانَهُ أَتَقْتُلُونَ رَجُلًا أَنْ يَقُولَ رَبِّيَ اللَّهِ وَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ This is a man who was in the palace of Fir'aun, from the family of Fir'aun, who had concealed his faith and his iman. And he's trying to come and he's trying to make simple logic. He's trying to use simple logic in front of Fir'aun. The why are you against this one man? Just because he says he's a Muslim? Is that it? And today we see that subhanAllah, the media slowly and gradually, people not overall, but people within media now, ones who were supportive of this genocide, now slowly and gradually they're turning. And now people are starting to learn the reality. This happened in Fin'aun's time, and this will happen during this time too. And finally, what happened to Fir'aun? We see that Allah says in the Quran, وَمَا كَيْدُ الْكَافِرِينَ إِلَّا فِي ضَلَالٍ Allah did not say, وَمَا كَيْدُ فِرْعَوْنَ He said, وَمَا كَيْدُ الْكَافِرِينَ إِلَّا فِي ضَلَالٍ Allah is telling all these people that remember, you may have all the resources, you may have all the money, you may have all the plans, you may have all the most powerful people on your side, but your plans are considered as Kaidul Kafirin. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Your plans are gonna go to waste. Your plans are gonna go to waste. 
What was the one thing that Fir'aun was fearing? He was fearing Musa alayhi salam. And this is mentioned in the Quran. Allah is saying that we want to show him and teach him a lesson. And they have that fear in their heart. And these people, no matter what they show on media, wallahi, they have fear in their hearts. They have fear in their hearts. They know what's going on around the entire world. They've seen the protests that are taking place. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has shown us through history, brothers and sisters, that people who were against Islam and Muslims, people who were committing oppression on earth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them a very painful end. We see the story of Namrud, a king at one time. Now people are coming and they're taking their shoe and they're beating him on the head as a sign of respect. This is Allah destroying him before he even dies. We see the story of Abu Lahab, how he was smacked on the head and he had a head injury and this became contagious and as a result of that hand injury, he passed away. We find even this previous, some of the pre, one of the previous um, prime ministers of Israel, Ariel Sharon, go study his history. Go study how he died. He was in a coma for so many years and then he, he began, his skin began to uh, you know, incur a disease. And it became so contagious and so forth. And he was in so much pain and he died like this. And just like Fir'aun also in this case, he died in a similar way. He died in a humiliating way. Not just one person, but Allah destroyed Fir'aun and his entire army in one shot. Brothers and sisters, this is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And during these times, during these difficult times, we need to remember that we put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not question the plan of Allah. Let us never doubt the plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has a plan. You and I, we don't understand Allah's plan. But as a Muslim, as a mu'min, as a believer, I say, I put my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there will never be a situation where I will question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if my back is against the wall. And that's why Allah says, This is why Allah says in the Quran that it's the believers who put their trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by the way, this ayah is mentioned in Surah Al-Ma'idah. This ayah is about the time when the Prophet was lying down a tree, lying down beneath a tree, and a man came and he brought a sword and he stuck it right in the face of the Prophet and he says, who is going to protect you today? And Rasulullah said, Allah is going to protect me today. And he trembled and the sword fell out of his hand. But think about this, imagine for a moment, the sword is right in front of our face and we have nowhere to go. What did the Prophet say? Allah is the one who's going to protect me. And that same ayah says, We put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if it seems that we have lost the battle, because Allah knows what He's doing. And finally, before I finish this first part of the khutbah, I want to remind everyone that many people have come to me and they have expressed some of their frustration. Yes, we know what's happening in Gaza, and everyone's talking about Gaza. But at the same time, let's not forget about our Muslim brothers and sisters in Yemen. Let's not forget our brothers and sisters in India. Let's not forget our brother, about our brothers and sisters in France, in China, 
and wherever they may be, wherever they are oppressed, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate their misery. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aid them and support them. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Barakallahu lana wa lakum fil Qur'an azim wa nafa'ana wa iyaakum lati wa tikil hakeem. Astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa yisari muslimina fastaghfiru innahu al-wafur rahim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiru wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihi Allah fala mudhillalah, wa man yudhil fala hadiyalah, wa nashadu wa la ilaha ilallah wahdahu la sharikalah, wa nashadu anna muhammadan abdu wa rasoolu amma ba'd. Brothers and sisters, the purpose of today's khutbah was to help us understand that what we are going through always go back to the Qur'an. The Qur'an, Allah says in the Qur'an, وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ the Qur'an is a cure for all of us. We all are struggling, but the Qur'an is a cure. We always go back to the Qur'an. Many of us are looking for guidance. We always go back to the Qur'an. Many of us are looking for mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always go back to the Qur'an. This is the most important thing I want all of us to take from here, from this, uh, from this khutbah. And go back to the stories of the Qur'an and see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said. Inshallah, right now we make dua for our brothers and sisters all over the world, inshallah. Allahumma aslih ummata Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma farrij an ummata Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allahumma arham ar-rahimeen. Allahumma arham ummata Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma inna naj'aluka fi nuhurihim. Wa na'udhu bika min shururihim. Nas'aluka bi annana nashhadu annaka anta Allahu la ilaha illa anta al-ahadu samadu alladhi lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakun lahu kufu wa nahad an tansur al-islam wa ahlahu fi kulli makan. اللهم انصر الإسلام وأهله في كل مكان اللهم انصر الإسلام وأهله في كل مكان اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداء الدين حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين ربنا لا تآخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا يا الله وارحمنا يا الله أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين حسن الله لا إله عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم إليك نشكو إليك نشكو ضعف قوتنا وقلة حيلتنا وهوانا على الناس يا أرحم الراحمين أنت رب المصلحين يا أمين يا رب العالمين إن الله يأمر بالعدل وإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فذكروني أذكركم وشكروني ولا تكفرون أقيم الصلاة Straighten lines, fill in the gaps. Brothers in the back two rooms, please make sure that the rows are straight, the rows are complete. Brothers in the lobby area, please make sure the rows are straight. Sisters, please make sure the rows are straight. Please make sure the rows are straight. There are no gaps in the middle. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. 
أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Uh-huh. <clears throat>